Hey, party people. Welcome once again to the Party of One podcast, an actual play RPG podcast where the gaming table is always set for two. I'm your host as always, Jeff Stormer. Now this is a very special episode of Party of One because I am joined for a very special crossover by Jeff and John of the System Mastery podcast. Now I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, Jeff, your show is about two-player role-playing games. How could you possibly have two guests on at the same time? That doesn't make any sense. Did you break format for this episode? To which I say no, because here's what we did. We played not one, but two separate two-player role-playing games at the same time. I played both of them by friend of the show, Marn. We played House, which is a role-playing game inspired by House of Leaves, haunted house stories about exploring a house that is infinitely larger on the inside than the outside. And we also played You Can Check Out Anytime You Like, But You Can Never Leave, a Firebrands-inspired uh, game about the messy relationships between uh, the dwellers of the Hotel California, which of course exists outside of space and time. We played both of these games at once, alternating turns. It was uh, incredible. It created a really special experience. I can't wait for you to hear it. So why don't we go ahead and get going and let me throw it over to me in the past so that he can get started with the show. Take it past me. You're me. This week, uh, I am joined by John from System Mastery. John, thank you so much for coming on Party of One. Thank you so much for having me on Party of One. It's finally good to be here uh, just by myself and with no one else. I'm excited. I'm excited to have you here. But uh, real quick before we dive in, why don't you take a moment and let the lovely listeners at home know about everything you've got going on you might want them to know about. Oh, of course. So, uh, as you said, from System Mastery, that's our main RPG uh, review podcast. We've got Movie Mastery for movie review podcast and Expounded Universe, where we go through old uh, Star Wars Expanded Universe novels. That's very good. I love it a lot. I'm also joined by Jeff from System Mastery. Jeff, thank you so much for coming on Party of One. Hi there. I'm sorry, John. I know you were excited to, <laughs> to do this yourself today. Uh, I know this is going to be a big shock. I, I'm coming out from behind the curtain right now, and, and I'm going to throw a chair at you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> Jeff, before we dive in, is there anything that you've got going on you want the audience at home to know about? You'd be surprised to learn that most of the things I want the audience to know about are the <laughs> things that John does. But uh, we also do have a book that's out in publication, and we've also just, I can't ta- talk about the details of the other one, but we have just started our second book. So if, if you want if you want to buy a system mastery book, it's called A Dragon Walks Into a Bar, and it's a horrible joke book full of horrible jokes. I mean, I mean, who? I mean, I love joke books. I love horrible <laughs> joke books. Really specifically, we, is the thing. Yeah, I can tell. You the, the, the basics of the book are that we were asked to write a you know those old Scholastic joke books you'd get in like fourth That's grade. My favorite. Those are my favorite. Yeah, we were asked to basically write one of those where instead of it being about vampires or unicorns or whatever, it was entirely about like role playing game jokes. So it's all these like. Uh, I don't know. Hey, John, uh, what's the what's the similarity between uh, dicks and half-elves? Oh, I don't know. Oh, you see, neither of them fit in anywhere. There should be big dicks. Damn it, I ruined my own joke. <laughs> You're so bad at this. I'm the worst. That's why this book's because so you tried to do one of my jokes from the book. <laughs> it was the first one that came to mind. Anyway, that book exists. Well, I'm glad that it's written down, because since it's apparently hard to memorize. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, my mind's all in the new book now. Good. Well, good. That's where it should be. That's where it should mm-hmm. be. The old the old project is in the past. It is dead. It is in the ground. <laughs> That's where it should be, yes. <laughs> All right. So this week, we are doing something very special and very, very weird. We are playing uh, two games. Since we have two guests, we are playing two two-player games, except we are going to play them at the same time. Mm-hmm. And uh, it might be a complete disaster. I haven't really figured it out yet. We'll see how it goes. 
it was going to be a complete disaster either way. Yeah, you got oh, us for sure. on here. There's no way it wasn't. <laughs> That's a fair point. That's a fair point. I mean, I, I guess I knew what I was getting into, but I figured why not lean in, you know, steer into the skid and really just make it as as much of a uh, as much of an apocalypse now production as I could. Right. I figured why not just uh, blow the whole thing up? Well, at least then you've got an excuse. You'd be like, oh, I was trying something experimental. Hey, what's your turnaround yeah, time? See? Maybe this could come out on April 1st. Mm, that's possible. All right, so we are playing two games at the same time. We are playing both games by uh, Marn, who was a previous guest on the show. First off, we are playing House, which is a game inspired by House of Leaves, Betrayal at House on the Hill. Games about big, creepy, larger than the inside than the outside houses that break the psyches of the people within them. Mm-hmm. And and we are also playing You Can Check Out Anytime You Like, But You Can Never Leave, a game about the Hotel California, a, a hotel out of time and space where travelers come and for the most part, they never leave. So we are going to be playing these two games at the same time. We're going to be alternating back and forth. Uh, I am playing House with John and Hotel California with Jeff, and we are going to hop back and forth one turn in a house, one turn in Hotel California, and our stories are going to be weird and intersecting and creepy and blur together in just the perfect way. Now, now we we did not tell you this beforehand because we wanted it to be a surprise, but also during the production, I'm going to be running John through a game of You Can Cry If You Wish, uh, a third right. micro game. And I will be running Jeff through Kiss the Crying Boys. <laughs> All right, great. I love it. I love it. We're doing a lot. Yeah, it's a uh, lot th- of stuff th- happening. <laughs> those aren't good. We're not going to say anything out loud during those. Uh, you'll just hear some occasional dice rolls and scribbling. Great. I love it. I love it. I'm also actually, I've got some journaling games that I'm going to be handling off to the side here, <laughs> just kind of taking some notes. Um, well, they're not so much games as they are just like sort of my notes about how this recording is going, and then I'm going to dramatically read them at the end of the recording. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> It's sort of the, you know, it's the it's the backstage documentary where afterwards you get to hear me go, this was a mistake. Yeah, what it's am I doing future here? future anthropologists find all of our corpses, they'll probably also find that. Yeah, right. And I'm going to take those pages. Mm-hmm. I'm going to scatter them around my apartment. Mm-hmm. I'm going to like well, hide yeah, some of them in like... the achievement for finding all of the pages. <laughs> yeah, right. And I'm going to make sure that like on each page there's like a number so that when you find a four digit like padlock, you're like... Oh, those were the four pages I found earlier. Ooh. And if I arrange them in chronological order, it's going to be good. The people yeah, exploring that... my apartment are going to have a great time. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> I'm glad you so, set up for the future. This is, an, this is the insurance of millennials. It is. It is. It is. It is. Building our houses as escape rooms is how, is how we, we retire. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So do we want to go ahead and get into things? Let's do it. Absolutely. All right, well, let's start with let's start with some prep work around house. Uh, this is a game about a house. The first thing we're going to do is decide what the exterior of the house looks like. You know, is it old, new, are there cars coming in and out? Then we're going to decide who we are as the people, like, walking into the house. And we're also going to decide, like, whether or not we're prepared for it and what that first room looks like. Like, where where we enter the house. Basically, some good setup questions for like what we're going for. All right. Do you have any kind of thoughts around like what you kind of want this weird old hotel to look like? Cause I, I recently stayed at an old weird hotel that I'm, I think I'm going to be pulling from, but if you have any like aesthetics or visuals or reference points 
I want to, you know, I feel like we could use those as well. Uh, well, given that it is supposed to be a hotel, I'm, I don't think I'm going to go with a motel theme then. Because <laughs> that's the first I mean, thing it, that comes to mind when I think of creepy old place to stay. <laughs> I kind of actually love it being like a creepy old, because like, well, because here's, if on what if on the outside it is a creepy old motel, uh, and, and I want to throw in the detail that it is like a beachside motel, where it's not on the boardwalk, but it's like, Kind of the one where it's like a block away from the boardwalk and it's just way cheaper. Oh, because it's like I, the I rundown before. No, oh, yeah, good, <laughs> good, perfect. <laughs> yeah, I mean i I stayed at a I stayed at a there was a motel a block away from the beach. It wasn't on the beach, which is how we got the better rate. And sure enough, we were there for five minutes before about half the people that we were staying with because I went with a group of my parents were my parents are bikers and so they would go to bike week events. Oh, cool. And they did a bike getaway. And within five minutes, at least three of the rooms burst out. And we're like, bed bugs. It's, it's bed bugs at every bed. Nobody, <laughs> no, nobody, no. nobody set your things down. And like the entire <laughs> motel was like, okay, cool. What if we just moved you to this block of rooms over here? And we were like, well, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Do they come with bed bugs? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. So I kind of love this idea of like, because I, I also love the idea of tying into the idea of like what it looks like when we enter if you w- imagine walking into the front door of like a or the front office of like a rundown motel and then as soon as you like walk through the door like just to your left there's like a like a half like a tiny hallway that just leads to like a grand hotel ballroom and you cannot figure out where that hotel ballroom lives oh cool or now, that like grand hotel lobby now i have a question about this beachfront or semi beachfront property because i know you're yeah. you're in like new york or something right uh philly yeah philly excuse me so uh, <laughs> sorry i didn't mean to make the place you live sound decent <laughs> <laughs> thank you i appreciate it. i appreciate that hey i've been to philly it's lovely you got ivy everywhere Come on, yeah. Uh, it's, I mean, I I mean, I love it. Yeah, uh, but uh, no. What I, the the reason I was getting at that is because we're both in San Diego, so mm-hmm. I think our concept of a beachfront hotel might be very different. I think it is because I'm definitely picturing I'm definitely picturing an Atlantic City. Okay, all right. See, I was picturing like Santa Cruz, where mm, where okay. a, where a hotel that's one block from the beach is full of a bunch of dudes named Slade that should have stopped surfing thirty years ago. See now that no now I'm starting to think we have the same picture because I I think the only thing that your description is missing is like fog some some fog and some very friendly tourist families that like are trying to like read a how to book on how to on what the rules of Baccarat are. <laughs> Baccarat sucks. It's basically a fifty fifty game. That's why spies play it because they don't have to pay attention to it. Sorry, I'm on a I'm on a rant. No, this is good. That's that's good. This is this is the content we're going for. This is hashtag good content. God, I, yeah. So I I think I love that sort of creepy idea of like you pull up to this hotel. There's three guys named Slade outside, like smoking cigarettes. A family all wearing matching tracksuits has just climbed out of their minivan. And then you walk inside. You walk through the door, and you look to your left, and there's just like a hotel lobby. Immediately creepy and weird. And this is the Sunshine Motel. The Sunshine Motel. Oh, God. And it has the worst sign. It has not been changed in like 50 years. Oh, no. <laughs> it is it is a like that half of the sun rays coming out 
Yep. All sorts of neon all over it. Most of it doesn't light up. The S palm. absolutely doesn't work. It says unshine. Yep. Palm trees. Palm trees there. No, no Ooh, reason yeah. to be. Just they put a palm tree on the sign. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so who are we? Who do you think we are? Are we are we pulling up here specifically to explore this this um, hotel or this motel or are we pulling up here out of necessity? And are we traveling to like, are we traveling together? Are we going to a place or are we going to this motel? Now, the the real question is, do we want this to be already abandoned or in a functioning motel when we get there? Uh, I think a band. I think I like abandoned more. Or at least looks like it might be abandoned. (laughs) Yeah. Like every good motel. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Uh, I'm going to say we are urban explorers. Okay. And uh, there's been a bunch of creepy rumors about this place, uh, about like rooms that disappear. Like they say, oh, there were 15 uh, motel rooms, but if you go there now, there's only 12. I like that. I, I, I think I would like to add the detail that we are that we are YouTube. uh Oh yeah, we are you like YouTube urban explorers, the kind that go to the old abandoned theme parks and like walk on the rides and stuff. Yes, obviously. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, cool. What up? It's your boy. All those like Instagram pictures of you yeah. hanging from one hand off a Ferris wheel. Yeah. So my name is Hutch Hitchinson, <laughs> and I'm Hitch Hutchinson. <laughs> Hitch Hutchinson. Perfect. <laughs> don't hold to yep. that. Don't, don't don't let him stick to that. <laughs> I look, I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm gonna let you have the recording that you want to have. If that's what you want, you have the option to change it now, though. Uh, uh no, I'm keeping it. All right, all right. So it, so be it. We're Hutchin' Hutchin' Hitch is also. A, here's the thing, though. Hutchin' Hitch is a very good YouTube band. Oh yeah, Hutchin' Hitch is huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've got dozens of subscribers <laughs> yeah and we've i think i think we're exactly large enough where we've where like we're exactly large enough where we've got the pressure right where you've got that feeling of like you've now now we're in it and we we have to keep being in it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh yeah so this uh motel isn't even in our hometown or anything like we have yeah, traveled we had, to come here yeah we had to like we had to we had to plan out time and like we have we have we have been putting together like travelogues by day because it was like a three day drive. Oh yeah, we've and got a vlog where it shows us stopping at some convenience store and just being jackasses while the convenience store attendant is just staring at us. Yeah, yeah, and so we finally have arrived at this motel, and I think we walk through the door. You know, I I, I picture I picture like holding the phone on the selfie stick. We turn and like. I'm so I'm trying to decide. I think this is a character moment of like how hitch I think I think I think we'll we'll segue over to Hotel California on the note of like turning the selfie stick to be like, hey, look, we're at the motel. And then like you just kind of see like a panoramic shot of a hotel lobby like all around. And it's just like you turn back and you turn back and there's a there's a wall. But then you look through the selfie camera and there's the hotel and you're like, what? Okay. And on that yeah, note, like as we as I think about mm-hmm. how I want to react to that, we'll segue over and we'll build our residence of the Hotel California. Okay. The only hotel 
the only hotel completely removed from time and space, proud to host guests of all time periods and alternate dimensions, manifesting wherever and whenever desperate and weary travelers need us most. So here's how this is going to work. You and I are going to run through some quick character creation questions. Mm Mm-hmm. And we are going, and then we're going to talk about the most recent dream we had, which is to say we're going to play in the air tonight. One of the many mini games that makes up, uh, you can check out anytime you like. Okay. So uh, you're going to choose either uh, you're going to choose one of your back, one of the backgrounds. You can either be a guest, a staff member, or an anomaly. Yep. And I'm going to go with guest. I think I'm. I think I'm going to go with a staff member. Okay. I think if you're going guest, I want to go staff. As much as I want an anomaly, I think guest and staff feels right. I, I think you're right there. So you're going to answer a few a few questions and then choose three traits. You're going to answer what were you running from when you stumbled upon the hotel? Okay. And uh, how? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, how long have you been a guest here? And what do you miss most about where you're from? Uh, okay, I can do that. I, uh, it would help me to know what the are we playing in 2019? Like is the house game in 2019 or 2020? Uh, the house game. The house game is in 2020. Okay. No, the house game's 2019. Yeah, we're, it's a period piece. It's set last year. <laughs> Times were different. Uh, no, okay, that's fine. Then I'm going to say that I was on the run from the mob, uh, mm-hmm. that I have been here for approximately f- uh, 45 years. Okay. And uh, the thing I miss most about where I'm from is the road. Mm, I like that. So what are your what are your three traits? There's a list of traits here. And I am going to go with brave, mm-hmm. uh, fashionable, and let's take the last one as scrappy. That feels right if you're running from the mob. Mm-hmm. Just making some notes here so I can remember that. that. Mm-hmm. I should do the same. Okay. Do you have a name for your character? Or do you want to think about it for a bit? Oh, I'm all set with that. Uh, my character was a wheelman for the mob in the 1970s, mm-hmm. and he was on the run from them with a with a uh, trunk full of stolen goods that he decided to liberate from himself and just drive across country with. Uh, he was a part-time stuntman who picked up mob work, and his name is Crash America. Fuck. God damn it. <laughs> That's very good. I don't know if I don't know if my reaction made that clear or if there's any ambiguity. <laughs> Um, so I am a staff member. I'm going to answer how I, how I became employed at the hotel. What part of the hotel do I refuse to be in alone at night? And what I do in my downtime, I am the, oh, I got to be the bartender, right? I got to be the bartender. That's going to have a lot of interactions with Crash. That's for sure. Yeah, for sure. I got to be, I got to be the bartender and I do not, you will never, ever catch me by the pool. You will not catch me by the pool. Okay. Not at night, not in the middle of the day. I just don't go by it, and I won't. I don't talk about it. If people ask me about it, I say not my department, not not me. You can find somebody else. You can find one of the bellhops. They'll handle it. Okay, you're afraid of, or you're not afraid of it necessarily. You're just studiously avoiding the pool. Eh, it could be two things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I do in my downtime, since I have a deck of cards here, I'm and I'm gonna be just kind of flipping through it as we go. I definitely like. I I have. Several solitaire games that I run across the bar and I'm playing through them at the same time. It keeps me it keeps me sharp as I like if I'm if I'm serving people over by the by the billiard tables. I've got one game here. I've got a game of Tri-Peaks. I've got a game of Free Cell over by like the entrance to the bar. I have like three or four stations, all of which are my solitaire games. And I ask people not to touch them. 
You're just Bobby Fishering that solitaire. Yes, exactly. So you've got, you've got a whole little section of the bar that's like, don't touch this. And you're trying to carefully keep like liquids and stuff away. It's just, yeah, it's like four little spots because it's okay. like they're, they're widely dis- they're widely spread across. What I'm picturing is like a very long bar. Like the Overlook bar? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I like wander over here and I'm like playing tri-peaks as I watch people play pool. And then I look over, see somebody enter. I slide over and I pick right back up with like uh, uh, the pyramid game that I don't remember the name of. Oh, uh, and I, yeah, I know what you're talking about anyway. The pyramid yeah, solitaire I don't know game. The, yeah, yeah. And my three traits are, uh, uh, I'm going to go with funny, exhausted, and let's go with, I like, I like orderly. I like that, I like that I keep the bar on a tight ship. So we're going to go orderly, uh, orderly, funny, and exhausted. Okay. And how I came to work here, uh. My name is, I'm going to go with Highball Lou Desmond. Highball Lou Desmond. Uh, Highball. Highball. Highball Lou Desmond. It's like (laughs) Pieballed. Also, he's a horse. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Also, I should have mentioned that I am a horse. I didn't know if that was clear. Not Um, anthropomorphic, (laughs) just a horse. Highball Lou Desmond. (laughs) Highball Lou Desmond. I, um, I actually, I came here as a guest. I don't exactly remember when I rolled up. I was here for a pool tournament. I I was I was there. I, I remember playing it. And then I looked up and I was the only one left in the bar. It seemed I don't know if I had just been playing a game and lost track of time or what. So I went and poured myself a drink just to kind of, you know, empty bar, empty bars, free bar. Right. Mm-hmm. So I poured myself a drink and suddenly people started coming in and asking me for drinks and somehow i knew how to make them so i kind of just hung out and it's been that way ever since makes sense and and uh and you're not sure how long you've been here and do do we have a a read on like your basic mannerisms that could maybe give us a decade or something like that i want to say i'm going to say leaning into the pool thing i'm going to say like 50s-esque but that might be an anomaly thing so we'll say 50s-esque mannerisms okay but like but i i don't but I, 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 a character trait of Highball is that, like, if you ask him about, like, time and reference stuff, he'll only talk about the bar. Okay. Like, if you ask him, like, political things or, like, pop culture things about, like, any time period, he's like, I don't know, I've been working. Okay. So, now we're going to flip to In the Air Tonight, which is our solitary dream, to give us a little bit of where our characters are starting out as our... As Hutch and Hitch wander through this lobby and they pass by the door of the bar, uh, we pass by uh, Highball behind the bar, Crash America either at the bar, walking through the lobby, and we both, <laughs> had, a, we both, had, we both had a dream last night that is in the back of our head. So you're going to choose one of the dream prompts and under the dream prompt and you're going to say like uh, what it is and it's going to kind of tell you. It's going to tell you what the dream you had was, and then you're going to pick a detail that everyone might notice about your character. Oh, okay. Um, so we're all doing this? Yeah, let's all three do this. Yeah, sure. Okay. Right. Uh, I'm just giving John a second to open up the... Thing. Yeah, I didn't, ha- I didn't have In the Air Tonight open. But I can, I can do it. I have it open here, so I can, I can start. Um, let's see. 
I'm going to pick a dream prompt, and then we're going to describe something that's that's kind of noticeable and unique about my character based on that dream. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. I'm going to go with... Oh, I'm definitely dreaming about the outdoor pool lately. I didn't even realize that was a prompt <laughs> when I added that detail. <laughs> um, I've been dreaming. And hmm? I've been dreaming about the pool lately, and something beneath it speaks to me. Ooh, okay. So there's something there's something to the pool that's giving you a little. And what do we notice about that? What what's what's obvious um, about that in highball? There is uh, all of the drinks like on the on the cocktail menu lately. All of the drinks are uh, sea salt infused in some way. The and, and there's like a scent of sea salt in the air around around uh, highball. And okay. like everything, like all the drinks that he's making seem to have a little bit of like, I sprinkled some sea salt around the rim and it's just kind of like in his head. Creepy. Okay. Uh, I've been dreaming. This is Crash. Crash has been dreaming mm-hmm. recently about being lost and he's trapped on a road that never ends. Uh, he just he just keeps dreaming about that highway and that power drive. And mm-hmm. what you can see about that is that, uh, well, first of all, obviously Crash has a magnificent uh, middle of the back length mane of of uh, yeah. golden blonde hair, uh, which is now waving slightly in a breeze that no one else can feel. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's very good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's even moving his big giant bracket of a mustache around a little. What is uh, what has Hutch been dreaming of lately? Well, and this will be our segue back into house. I'm Hitch. You're Hutch. Right. Okay. Well, then I also also consider the question of what Hutch has been <laughs> dreaming of. Uh. So Hitch has been dreaming of a chase. He has no idea who's been after him. Uh, But every time he has this dream, he is running and he has that dream moment where you're telling yourself to run, but nothing Mm -hmm. is moving past you. Mm -hmm. And even while your legs move, everything seems to be just in molasses and he never sees who's there, but he can feel a hand getting closer. And so you can tell that he's very on edge. Uh, he's jumpy. I like that. Um, Hutch, Hutch has been dreaming of adventure lately and he's a different person in every dream. And I think what you notice about this, I think you, uh, you Hitch noticed this more than anybody is I have been stumbling over my lines lately in like vlogs and intro videos and stuff, particularly just around the introduction. It's been a lot of like, hey, what up, everybody? It's your boy, Jeff Stormer. It's Hutch. No, it's Hitch. Fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> and like, it's been a lot of like, it's I've been getting like exceedingly frustrated at being unable to pin like to just get my and i'm like how do i'm like oh my god i'm sorry i'm just it's once you do once you do it enough times like you kind of start to forget that it's words and like you get that little note in your head that you're saying words and then suddenly you can't say the thing that you've said 224 times prior yeah no i i definitely have experience with uh someone i'm with doing that (laughs) (laughs) damn (laughs) that's cold burn (laughs) Hold on, I gotta write a note in my notebook real quick. <laughs> a cold right. burn was delivered at. Note, tensions are high. <laughs> the, pr- the production has begun to go off the rails. <laughs> All right, so we have entered the house. We 
Hitch and Hutch have entered the house, and now we are going to. Now we're going to draw our. We're going to draw our first card, and we're going to play through our first scene, and we're going to describe the room that we're wandering. What's the first room that Hitch and Hutch wander into? Uh, the first place that they go. I mean, obviously, they go into the sort of the main mm-hmm. uh, check-in area for the motel. Yeah. Uh, so. And yeah, so I think we we pass by we pass by like this huge elaborate like um, origin of man fountain, right? Like uh, or the, the creation of man, right? Like that is hmm. you know, and we pass by it, and it's just it's weird and ornate, and it's got that like br- gr- uh, greened over bronze to it, but it's not all the way greened over hmm. or like mossed over. It's like partially hitch, however, is all the way greened over. Yeah, I'm about halfway. I don't um, even know what that means. I'm just saying we'll you're, very, you're 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 we'll high. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, so what's going to happen now is we walk through the lobby. Uh, what's the other weird thing that we see in this lobby? The weirdest thing about this is not something that's readily apparent. But as you're going through, you do notice there's plenty of dust around uh, the motel around the desk and other things. But as you look, there are certain spots that are completely dust-free. A chair Mm. that's very clean, but everything under it is completely dusty. Oh, that's that's, that's creepy because it has that look of like... um when like a cartoon like the, like an old uh like Tex Avery cartoon when the p when the one piece when the one like character was animated and the rest of it was like a watercolor oh, yeah, and it you just can tell what they're going to interact with because it's slightly out of place Ooh. yeah yeah so now we're going to draw a card I will draw our first card we have a fifty two deck of we have technically two fifty two de- uh decks of cards yes and we are going to draw them with uh the the Suit is gonna is gonna dictate like the the theme of the scene, and then the number is gonna dictate the specific thing that happens. So we pass by into this this hotel lobby, dust almost everywhere. This giant, uh, this giant fountain. These statues that their eyes are they have the they have the little detail where the the eye like the pupils are carved into the eyes, so they just look like they're watching you. Mm. And the card we draw is the six of hearts, a six is a lie uncovered and hearts is love, friendship, compromise, bonding, or obsession. All right. Hmm. Interesting. So what do we think? I think I have a pitch for what happens here. Okay. Um, I think we, there's, um, there's not an attendant behind the counter, but there is like a book, like a, a guest book of like reservation numbers that you're just supposed to sign into. And despite the fact that this has been on our plans for weeks, despite the fact that we've been talking about this trip, we called ahead to the motel. We talked to a very, a very tired guy named, named Ray. There's just nothing. There's not, there's, there's hundreds of names, but like neither Hutch Hitchinson or Hitch Hutchinson is anywhere on this list. Hmm. But we have been, we've been talking this through for months. What is on the list, though, is Beverly Hutchinson is a name that you find. Mm. And you know that that is uh, the name of Hitch's grandmother. That's good. 
That's good. So I think like, I think there's definitely a moment where I'm like, did you, is this, I, I, I kind of like, I start to laugh as I look at the camera and I'm like, I'm like, all right, you got, that was good. Good prank. Good prank. Classic, classic hitch and hutch goof em. And I like point at the camera and I look back to you and I like kind of expect you to do the thing where you like jump on my shoulders and like slap me. Like, yeah. And I just look at you and like, it doesn't happen right away or yeah, at all. Hitch, and I'm like, hitch pushes you out of the way to get to the book. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Good. Good one. Good one, Hutch. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. They got him. Yeah. You, you got me. Yep. Uh, I did. I and I have to like walk over and see it, and like I have to step back, and I'm like, I. But how did you find out what my grandma's handwriting looks like? I. I, I mean, I. I. I I mean, I didn't. I guess I would have. That would have been a Ray thing. You'd have to talk to Ray about that. That's that's oh, you him doing stuff some... up with Ray. Ray, where are you, ma'am? Ray, come out. Hey, Ray. Hey, Ray. He's playing hide and seek. He's playing hide and seek. He's playing hide and seek. He's messing with us. He's mess. All right, all right. Cool. Let's go up to uh, Beverly's room then. I guess, and we'll uh, we'll drop off our stuff. Unless you want to hit the bar first. I mean, Wait, hold on. Let me ask you a quick question here. As just sort of yeah. a neutral observer, are you signing your names into this guest book? Oh, that's a good question. Oh, yeah. Oh, Definitely. I figure once <laughs> once uh once Hitch does, I don't think Hutch follows cuz I think I think the reservation is under Beverly is under Beverly's name. So I just trust that Hitch is going to sign that name. Yeah, no. Hitch definitely puts his name down, but he takes up like multiple spaces. He John Hancocks it real yep. bad. Yep. Influencers. Yep. <laughs> Kids today, am I right? And he also puts next to it the YouTube.com slash Hutch and Hitch. Oh, oh, I hate you. I hate him so Smash much. Smash that bell. <laughs> I hate him so much. So are we going up to the room or are we going to the bar? Oh, well, we got to start looking at the bar. I mean, we got to start looking at the bar. And we're, we're definitely, I'm definitely playing it up to the, to the camera at this point. Guys. We got to hit the bar. Who's ready? To get ghost drunk. And so we head into the bar, and as we head into the bar, uh, as we head into the bar, Jeff, do you have a minigame that you want to be playing right now with Crash and uh, with Crash and Highball? Uh, certainly. I think I will probably want to make it... Uh, let's do Is There Something I Should Know, which is the second an one. Invest, I an don't investigation. Want to start ch- yeah, I don't want to start chasing anybody or anything just yet, because we haven't really interacted at all so i was thinking this would be a one where i could just be kind of doing something that would be menacing yeah. in the background cool i like it um so i think we are i think you are exiting the bar mm-hmm. as as this is happening uh i don't think hitch and hutch see you i think like i think i think the camera sees you walk behind them as they kind of stumble into the bar mm-hmm. so now we are going to so we're heading into from the lobby into maybe like the the hallway down to where the vending machines are, down towards where the ice machine is, sort of where the amenities are. And I'm going to say that Hutch, I'm not Hutch, I'm sorry. Now it's in my head too. Uh, <laughs> Crash has spent a large percentage of the last 45 years just sort of wandering the back rooms of the hotel because he is absolutely certain that there has to be a connection to the garage. He has never been yep. able to find the garage, and if he could just find that garage, he could get to his trunk. All right. So, and we we know the links you have in the case because it's the stuff you have in the you have in the trunk. Mm-hmm. Um, how far how far are you willing to go? 
the the thing is, he's brave and he's scrappy, but he's done this a bunch of times before, and he always just the it, if he goes too far, he just wakes up in his hotel room again. Mm. So he's let's see, uh, I'm trying to figure out where the the risk and oh, there you go. What the, what are the stakes you have in the case? Yeah, uh, literally, it's a case. I'm trying to get to the mm-hmm. diamonds and and, uh, and loose bills that are making up my treasure down there. There's nothing to spend them on, but I would really feel better if I could get them. Um, I like that. In the long term, he'll go to almost any length to get at them. He's not a murderer, so he won't kill. But at, at this point, he's kind of established that he's been in the hotel long enough that he doesn't seem to die. He doesn't seem to. The stakes aren't really a thing for him anymore. Um, All right, I like it. And he hasn't told a single person in the building why he's looking for the garage. They know he is. He asked oh, every sure. one of them where it is, but uh, but he hasn't told a single person why. He's still trying to maintain the secrecy of his old mob identity. Okay, so now what's going to happen is we're going to ask each other, uh, we're going to ask each other five investigative questions as Crash is investigating. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a list of questions. There's a list of questions we're going to choose from. With each one, we're going to flip a coin. We're going to say on heads, the answer is beneficial, informative, or something you were hoping for. On tails, it is vague, unhelpful, or exactly what you were hoping against. Once five questions are asked, we will note how many were flipped heads and how many tails, and then that will guide us to a resolution. So I will ask you the first question. Okay. Crash walks the halls of the hotel, hoping to find a secret room or route that will make certain odd details of the case make sense. Do you stumble on anything new? And uh, let's see. I'm, I'm, I'm going to flip a coin here. Yeah. So I'm just using a die so I don't lose a coin on hit buttons on my sure. laptop or anything. Uh, I'm going to take tails on that, uh, which means nothing particularly useful happened. Uh, I think I do. As I'm, as I'm walking through the halls, I find a door. Uh, it looks like one I haven't necessarily tried yet. It just says service on it. Uh, mm, but I like that. Yeah. Uh, so I, I take a look up and down the hallway to make sure no one's really observing me. And I try the door and uh, it reveals a mop closet. Mm, I like that. So ask, ask a question and I will do the same. I, w- I will flip a, can and, and I'll flip a coin and answer it. Okay. Uh, Crash notices something new or out of place in the hotel that seems to have something to do with the case and decides to investigate. Is this diversion fruitful? Um, I also flipped tails. Oh, boy. So <laughs> I think what you notice is like this mop closet has um, this mop closet has a. Uh, key has like a, a janitor's key ring on it okay Ooh. and you're certain that there's something valuable in it but you spent but like as you start to look you realize that every single key is i is like um maybe not is, is some of them are like some of them are your car keys some of them are the keys to your hotel room they are all your keys oh wow and it's just this one of those giant janitor rings where there's like 50 of them, but they all just seem to be the keys that you have and were gi- and or were given since entering the hotel. Oh, damn it, man. This is just my keys. And I'm going to take them because I don't want anyone else to have keys to my car. Uh, so <laughs> well, these are going to come with me then. Uh, I'm going to say uh, Crash. What do I think? I think I think Crash um, as this is. OK, yeah. As you you grab the keys and you start to like stare at them as you flip through them to realize that they're your keys, you fixate on that one specific piece of information, trying to pull as much as you can from it. What does it have to tell you? So uh, that's the key ring? Yeah. 
What is the key ring? What does the key ring tell you? Heads or tails? <laughs> tails. <laughs> Great. This point, I love we... it. <laughs> <sighs> oh, man. Okay. Well, what he's going to basically get gleaned from this is he kind of thinks this that he's the person who's haunted here. That everything mm, in this okay. in this universe seems to be bending itself around him, uh, just to mock him, to give him his own keys, uh, hallways that just lead to the start of the hallway that you walked into in the first place, and he's uh, he just gets a little disheartened. But uh, but yeah, so as he looks at him, he's like, "Proof to my proof to my point, man. This is just a trap for me." Mm, I like that. I like that. Uh, what's your next question? My next question is. Uh, Let's see. I'm trying to. I'm mostly looking out for the ones that don't have people to talk to because I'm standing alone mm-hmm. in a mop closet. Uh, I mean, somebody somebody <laughs> could always show up. That's true. Maybe the janitor shows. In fact, let's do that. Uh, crash quest. A, a janitor arrives. Uh, there's there's a number of staff janitors, uh, mm-hmm. and I question a witness fishing for any details they remember. Are their memories clear enough? So a janitor will come in, and Crash is going to grab him and start demanding information about why the janitor had his keys. Um. So this is heads. Um, Jan, uh, the janitor, like, uh, Mopsy, mm-hmm. Mopsy, like smiles, um, picture, uh, Mopsy picture. If you, if you know Jasper from the Simpsons, the old man that dances with mm-hmm. his pants around his ankles, just picture him in a janitor's outfit, right? Like old man, bald, <laughs> holding a mop. And he's like, what are you talking about? Those are the room keys. Every one of those, every one of those keys goes to a room in this hotel. I don't know. If and he like grabs it from you. And he like kind of like jostles. He's like, "Yeah, stay out of the mop closet. That's Mopsy's closet." Man, are you telling me one of the hotel rooms in this building is opened by a key to a 1974 Charger? Uh, I'm telling you, one of the keys in that hotel room is opened by the keys on this key ring. Just because you think it looks like the keys to a 1975 Charger with a license plate number with a license <laughs> plate Crash USA, well, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> this guy's lying to me, man. <laughs> All right, and I think the last question is You gotta go with that last one, right? Yeah, you gotta. You're being you're since you're you since you're being watched and see a shadowy figure spying on you while you investigate. What happens when you give chase? Hey, another heads. Uh All right. mathematically not too useful, but <laughs> uh as I'm making my or, or as I turn in disgust from old Mopsy, who has just given me bad answers, I see shadows disappearing back into the bar. Mm. Uh and I am intrigued because it's been a while since I've met anyone new here at Cali- here in California. So I will cautiously. Uh, you know what? No, never mind. He's scrappy. Uh, he goes. He immediately gives pursuit and arrives in the bar to see nothing in particular. Just the same old heavy smoke filled seventies room he's been in for twenty years now. But the 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 figures more or less vanished as they walked through the door mm-hmm. like that they mm-hmm. the I, there was it, it was impossible to make out they were just silhouettes but but literally as if they were when they hit the 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 portal through to where the door was they just sort of walked through it and vanished as they were going so he, he skids into the bar again looks around curiously and then eventually just kind of resignedly shakes his head in disgust and uh heads on over to the bar okay yeah you head over you see these two shadows they vanish uh, I'm going to flip a card off of our deck just to pile up some cards for when we eventually try to make our escape uh, from the from the motel. Mm-hmm. I've drawn the four of diamonds just for reference. Um, so, yeah, Hitch and Hutch wander into the bar. I think we I think as we're going, we hear 
uh, we hear the jingling of keys like behind us. We hear a door open and the jingling of keys, despite the fact that this is an old abandoned motel. Hotel? Motel. Hotel. Motel. Holiday Inn. <laughs> Holiday Inn. <laughs> um, we, we hear that we hear a jingling of keys. We hear a door slam. And other, but the bar is completely empty. Everything is, uh, let, um, it, the, the detail I want to add is playing off of our character traits from earlier. Um, it smells salty, but in that kind, but like overwhelmingly, like, like smelling salt. It's, it's like, it's in your nose, right? Like it is not a uh, refreshing sea salt. It is like, uh, old crusty, like. It is like road salt is the best way to describe it. Like after it snows. Okay. Where that's that grimy rock salt smell. This is getting further and further from my area of expertise. (laughs) Oh yeah. Right. I forgot that you might not know what that smells like. No, it's cool. We, we, we have a basic idea. Yeah. There's like, it's like this crusty grimy salt smell is all up in the nose. Um, do you want to flip a card and tell us what we're going to discover and and also tell us what the other weird detail of the bar that we discover is? Sure thing. Uh, I have flipped the Ace of Diamonds. An unexpected obstacle. Willpower, good luck, discovery, a second wind, and greed. The other weird thing is the there's still a billiard table in here. Mm-hmm. And... Again, it's one of those items that doesn't have dust over it and is actually set up for a game. You've got the, you know, perfect triangle ready for the break mm-hmm. and two uh sticks that are crossed right in front of them. Hmm. And I think they're they're not being a bartender behind the bar. Um and furthering the the what i think is the important ongoing scene of fought matching matching uh matching hitches signing of the book hutch jumps behind the bar and just grabs the biggest bottle of like of tequila that he can find and just starts like pouring out shots and it's like it's like we promised ghost drunk let's play some po- let's play some pool but we promised ghost drunk that's right shot 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 everybody yeah, and so I think that is happening, and I think as he does that, um, a splash of a like some a splash of some tequila like flops onto a deck of playing cards that is just to the left of where Hutch is is pouring out shots, and like the cards start to stick together, and uh, like one of them kind of floats up and starts to float away from the others slightly, like it just kind of ruins this deck of cards. Oh, and. I think, yeah, I think we find this perfectly preserved bar. This perfectly preserved, other than, like, the, the salt that is, like, caked on things. We find, uh, we find the pool table. And, like, do we want to, uh, do we want to have a little, do we want to have a little, uh, Hitch and Hutch pl- uh, playoffs? Oh, yeah, that's what the people want. All right, we're going to take some shots first. And for every shot where you don't sink a ball, take a shot. Love it. We're going shot for shot. And I think we walk over and start, uh, like, I think Hutch takes the first shot, like, breaks. Hutch goes for the break. 
And immediately there are just murmurs. There are just murmurs, murmurs, and murmurs as it just like, and there's just, it, it, it's got to just be the voices in your head, right? It's got to just be that feeling of like competition and feeling like you're the most important person in the room, right? You know, that's just, that's what that feeling is like, right? It's feeling like there's people talking and feeling like, you know, if people were here, they would be so betting on whether or not they think you could make those shots and hold your liquor and. But you feel you could you could feel that money being handed from hand to hand. Hutch is too busy looking at his hitch. break. You're hitch. No, oh, Hutch no, is yeah, too busy looking at the break to notice that hitch. The second the cue ball hits and there's that crack, he does a small leap and looks behind him mm. because that crack noise is something that he had from his dream. Hmm. I love that. And I, I love that. I think I think a ball goes. I think I sink a ball. I think I sink one of the balls and I stand up and I'm like. Point, Jeff. Point. Hutch. <laughs> well, cut that first one. It's fine. Oh, uh, all right. No. Yeah, good. Uh, good. You're it's your play, my man. OK. And I think. uh I'm going to call for I'm going to I'm going to segue over as we play and as we kind of pan the camera around to see the people handing off money and hearing the milling shots. We pan. We do like one of those full circle, one of the full lazy Susan pans where Mm -hmm. we see the people. We pan back over and their billiard table is empty with the, the balls in the exact position that they have just shot them in as we segue back over. And I am going to call for highball and crash to have a conversation over billiards i am going to call for hit me with your best shot okay i'm going to search that up on here i think crash tears into the bar right you chase after these shadows you're certain that there's something that you're supposed to be coming after and all you find is um a few shot you know a few shot glasses it's a pretty empty a few people hanging around chatting about some chatting about some billiards games and old highball is just like is just getting a table perfect. And you know that I'm more than a little bit anal when it comes to like uh, the table's got to be perfect. It's got to be exactly centered or else really you're given an advantage. It's it's and I've come up. I'm like, hey, Crash, you got time for a game, man? I got time for lots of things. Do you got All time right. to mix me up a Billy beer? Yeah, yeah, I'll hit, I'll hit behind the bar. Uh, I got, I got, I got a beer. I think you're gonna love. I got a Billy beer. It's like a, it's like a salty. It's like a sea salty goes. You're gonna love it. Just try it. Yeah. Brand new. All right, man. And they're doing, they're, they're doing small batch beers now. It's real. It's, it's great. It's great. It's, it's, it's got that real nice briny salty. Anyway, you're gonna love it. You're gonna Every, love it. And he kind of slides you're behind the bar. To me is bad and wrong, but you know what? I ain't got time to worry about it. Let's. let's uh, it's. Let's play some it's, pool. Uh, let's play some pool. And I, I pour you this beer, and it's 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 a uh, it's got like it's fine salt icebergs in it. <laughs> yeah, it's it is. If it were made by a brewery that wasn't uh, Billy Beer, it would probably be great. <laughs> um, yeah, so we we slide over. We're playing billiards, and uh, the first thing that I notice about Crash is that you are your. Um, 
immaculate, uh, vaguely stuntman-ish jacket and jeans, your denim jacket and jeans combo, Mm -hmm. which evokes the look of of an evil Knievel jumpsuit, even if it's slightly different. Oh yeah, no, it's it's all it's all done in whites and blues, so there's there's no mistaking it for anything but the the jacket of a stuntman. Yeah, I mean, if Um, nothing else, the big uh, silver sequined crash across the back of it would would probably. (laughs) The embroidered thing that says stuntman along it would probably let you know. Um, yeah. So um, there's a there is a like um, off color like mop water stain along like one of your sleeves. And I'm like, like what what, 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 what happened? You going to fight with Mopsy? Man, he that guy's a liar. I don't trust him none. All right. So what do you notice? What is uh, what do you notice is different about highball uh as i recall highball is uh well the salt was the thing that was new and different about him is um yeah okay uh highball you crying it seems like he's got tear streaks strain it doesn't look like he's actively crying but there are visible remnants of streaks that that are going down Mm -hmm. from his eyes oh that's fucked up and i love it (laughs) um he's like i don't i know no no same as ever and I, I am incapable of even comprehending as to why those streaks would be there mm-hmm. to the point where I just like don't even like don't even try to like wipe them away or anything. I'm just like, no, what are you talking about? Hey, well, ain't nothing new. Uh, anyway, so now we're now we're going to take turns. Um, we must decide on one question, the break to be answered by every character in the scene. Mm-hmm. We will play rock paper scissors to decide who will break first do you want me to uh, play then, with john yeah yeah play with john do rock okay. paper scissors john <laughs> you better fucking win this for me <laughs> I, I, I thought maybe we just roll high on dice or something but this will work too uh okay so oh uh, wait question first right or is it is it question after a rock paper scissors game um take turns for the first turn everyone must decide on one question to be answered by everyone in the scene so we pick the so we pick the question, then we rock paper scissors, and then and then the winner answers first, the loser answers second, and then we go around the table, uh, and choose that many. We go around the table and break balls after the first uh, after the first one, which is the rock paper scissors. So we choose the question first. So uh, so Crash is pretty laconic about the whole thing, but uh, he is a little surprised, and he'll point it out in his question. Highball, I ain't seen you set up a billiards table in nigh on five years. What's what's uh what's got you in a dander? Okay. And I think my question for you is: You come in here, you you, you virtually if there was a door, you'd have kicked it down. You stumble your way through, and then suddenly you're more interested in billiards than whatever it was you were chasing. What's got you? What's got you distracted? I won the rock paper scissors. So I'll be answering yes. a question. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I mean, let me ask you a question. Have, are there any other people in there in my time period, or is it just me and him? Um, there are a few other people around. Um, there are there are a few other people around. There, it's a it's a it's a typical, I'd say, off off hours uh, bar crowd. So about maybe like six to eight like people hanging around. I'll tell you what I saw. Well, I ain't quite rightly sure what I saw, but I'm pretty. I thought I saw a couple of fellas come come uh, walking in here, uh, folks I ain't never seen before. I mean, I know Betsy, I know Tom over there in the corner, and uh, you know Bill at the bar is a friend of mine. Uh, but these two were 
gangly. Something gangly. Not, 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 not our usual customers, so I was coming in looking for them. But, you know, you were setting up a game and I cleared my head. Yeah, well, you know, I, I, I figured, uh, I think I've heard talk at least that they're bringing in some extra help around the bar. So I figured I could, uh, figured I could afford to take, take a, take a few minutes and relax. You know, I clear my head a little bit, you know? Yeah, I get, I get you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a slow day anyway. Yeah. And I think like, as I say, they're bringing in help is when like, um, you know, I kind of like. I, I sort of, as I'm saying that, I gesture my wrist over back towards the bar, and there's, like, a row of tequila shots. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of, and, like, everybody kind of just starts grabbing one, and, you know, it's, it's, hey, everybody, it's all in the house. So, uh, take that from a treat from old highball. Yeah, uh, that's, uh, that's, you know, that's mighty right. I'm gonna go get one of those myself real quick. It's your, your shot. I, I fired the break. Uh, I did not sink a ball. Okay. Uh, so as as I let him, I, I pass the cue off to to Highball. I'll walk over to the bar and grab what is undoubtedly a very salty tequila, which is oh god, yeah, yeah, which works with tequila. So we're okay here. Yeah. Um. So now we're each going to take a turn. We're going to flip a coin and see how many balls we sink on our turn. Uh, we'll do one round each. So we'll either answer one question or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, since I answered the last question, would you like to answer the first one? Certainly. You're going to flip a coin on tails. You can you can look at the list of questions on the next page and answer one on tails. You'll answer two or you'll I've ask rolled, one. I've rolled consistently them, tails. You'll ask, <laughs> you'll ask that many. So you'll ask, ask me two questions on the list. You've got you've got the floor for two questions on the list. OK. Uh, let's see. Hmm. I accidentally. Okay, I accidentally about a, a couple of days ago, I accidentally let slip that uh, I'm still looking for that briefcase. I made mention of the of the uh, I I got to talking while I was a little deep in my cups, and I mentioned that there mm-hmm. was a uh, well, I started talking wax waxing rhapsodically about the trim on my my prize vehicle out in the in the, in the garage, uh, mm-hmm. and and you noticed and you saw that gleam in my eye, but. You know, I tried to demur. I tried to cover it up real quick and talk about something else. Did you let me recover? Or are you still uh, are you still wondering about that? I am. I'm still wondering about it. I'm still wondering about it, and I'm I'm thinking. I'm like thinking it through, and I think what I kind of like as we're playing, like you you sink a you sink a shot, and I'm start. I laugh. I laugh and I laugh, and like suddenly, like there's a start crowd starting to gather around the other pool table and we can't quite see like they're kind of blocking our view of it. And I'm like, you know, I don't mean I don't mean to bring things up, but I do remember. I remember hearing, uh, you know, Marlene, she works in maintenance, always carrying a wrench. Mm, Yeah, yeah, yeah. She had mentioned she had mentioned that she had to that like. She mentioned that they were running low on chlorine, that they needed to make another shipment of it, and that she was going to have to bring in her truck from the garage into, like, they were going to have to close the locker room of the pool to bring the truck in. So I'm thinking, thinking and I'm stinking. Hmm, yeah. And I'm thinking, I feel like there's got to be some kind of connection between the locker room or the the changing room around the pool and the gay garage. Man, I ain't. I ain't never considered going out towards that pool. You know, I, I I I cannot chlorinate these locks. I'll start losing inches. 
Yeah, nope. I mean, you know, I that ain't my department. Mm. Uh, What's your other question? Okay, so we start seeing a crowd gather around the other pool table, but uh, for whatever reason, I'm starting to feel a great deal of attention driving in on me as well. There, there, there's, there's, it feels like uh, with each passing word, there's more and more people just appearing in the background, uh, and to highball, I, I admit a little. Uh, well, I'll tell you. I've been, I've been looking for that for that garage a long time. I'm, I don't mind telling you, but uh, I feel like they're conspiring against me, and I, I don't even know who they are. And, and I gotta be honest with you, man. I'm starting to get, I'm starting to slip. I'm starting to crack up a little. Uh, and I'm gonna do the. I admit to being afraid of. Do you reassure me? And the specific concept is that I'm being watched or that that I'm being haunted. And I, um, as so I, I kind of lean back and I'm like. And this is the moment where I kind of like wipe the tear track away, right? Like mm-hmm. I, I kind of step back and I'm like still holding it and I kind of just like wipe it and I'm like, yeah, you know, I mean, who's to say, who's to say who's watching, you know? I mean, I think we all put a lot of, I think we all kind of have this feeling that we're the ones being haunted sometimes, right? I think we all have that. And like, I'm more and more kind of aggressively starting to like pad the sides of my face. I'm like, we all kind of have the feeling that we're the ones with the curse that we're the ones being watched that we're the ones at the center of everything and i think sometimes sometimes we just overthink it right sometimes we overthink it and i slam the ball like i slam it so hard that like i i i i i slam it so i slam the like way harder than i should like i shoot way harder than i should and as like a former pro pool player like you know that i don't do that yeah yeah i mean you don't earn a name like highball unless you got some kind of Running game. Or I guess if you're a bartender, but you know, I've always assumed the pool one. Or coke addict. No, there's also that, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that ain't popular where I'm from. As you slam the ball, it it's uh, you dig a little scr- uh, crease into the green, into the felt, and the ball yep. the ball launches and, goes, it, 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 and uh, starts bouncing across the table. I've been squinting my eyes shut as I was revealing anxieties to you, and, and, and the crack of the ball snapped my mm-hmm. eyes open, woke me up. The presences are almost entirely gone. They're vanishing right as I yeah. open my eyes. But there are two by the other table that linger. Yep. And then they vanish as well. And I think um, as they kind of linger, I, 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 the question I'm going to ask you as I sink this ball and we segue back into house, the last question for me is, uh, I am trying to find some common ground because I kind of shoot it and I linger for a second and I'm like, you ever... You've been around a while. You, 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 you walk and talk. You're a walker and a talker. You ever, uh, I know, you know, Marlene, you know, Mopsy. You ever, you ever speak to management? Man. Cause I feel like, I feel like, you know, Carol Ann in accounting comes down and gives me my, gives me my, my paycheck every couple weeks or months or years. I don't know. I guess she comes down and gives me your paycheck. And if I if I've got a problem, I talk to Mopsy and he cleans up the mess. If there's if there's somebody rowdy in the bar, well, there used to be a bouncer, but now it's kind of on highball. So but I feel like the one person I never speak to is the person that's running this operation. Well, I tell you, you know, when I first arrived, I, I, I was I was riding high. I was super flush. So I asked for for a suite with a view and they set me up real nice and pretty. My my, my from my room, my, you can. Open up the window and just take in that salt breeze, and I can see all the way to the horizon. There's seagulls. Oh, it's pretty. But 
them curtains don't close. They're old. They're moldy. I don't even know what's wrong with them. And uh, on my first day, I called the I called the front desk, spoke to a manager, said, "Hey, man, you got to get up here and replace these curtains. I, I'm uh, you're waking me up in the morning with this." And all he said was this, uh, you know, kind of you know, put on airs kind of thing. He was like, "Very good, sir," kind of thing. And I was like, "I was like, man, don't don't be t- talk real with me. We're American." And mm, the the curtains will arrive in a moment. And sure enough, he did send up a you know the girl came up, set up the curtains. She took out the curtains. And put in the same curtains again. And that's all I've ever spoken to him. Yeah, I just that's more than more than I got. So I mean, you know, I kind of I got I I just I don't know. I just don't know. And I take another shot. And as that is happening, like you know, the I think there's another crack. There's another crack of the ball. And this time it is Hutch that like sits up. And because I think like I think at this point in the game, I flipped a card. I flipped the king of spades, but I'm going to flip. I want to flip another card for this room, but I wanted to just flip the card just to see. And the spades is physical conflict and doubt and fear and danger and grief and alienation. So I think like as this pool game has been going on, it's been getting like uncharacteristically intense. You know, it started out with a little bit of trash talk, a little bit of playing it up for the camera. And suddenly, uh, suddenly Jeff is like, just hitch Hutch. Hutch is just like sitting and is like shooting and is like angry and is like super intense. And, and if he misses a shot, it's just like, he throws the stick down or the cue down at one point. It's like, I, 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 I can do this. I can do this. I can beat you. And he picks it back up and he's like pacing and it's not good video. It's not good footage. No. And Hitch, for his part, is not helping. You know, as soon as he sees uh, Hutch throw the pool cue down, he turns the camera onto himself. Well, looks like someone can't deal with how good I am. That's right. My talent overwhelming. Will you turn off that fucking camera and play this fucking game? And like, I just, I walk out, I walk out of the room into our next room, which is, I think I, I think I just walk through the first door that I see, which takes us into, uh, what's the next room of the, what's the next room? What's a good room? To a bar? Like uh, the, the pantry? Yeah, the pantry. Oh, the pantry is good. Especially cause like there's like, there's only a single light and it's one of the, it's like a string pull light. So it's dangling and it's like. Oh, it's so claustrophobic, right? Like, there's, it's, it's so much more cramped than a bar, full, fully stocked bar pantry should be. Mm-hmm. It's probably like seven feet across with two two foot shelves. So it's like there's like you're 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 not walking side by side through this pantry, and it just feels like the walls are creeping in, and everything like everything is is every shelf is jammed packed, but nothing has a label on it. So it's all just like metal cans that don't have the label on them anymore yeah all right uh (laughs) hitch heads over and it's like hey man it's just a game my man it's just a game why don't you have some what i can only assume is old beans (laughs) (laughs) and um so for this i'm gonna flip the card for the room which is the jack of spades a jack (laughs) A jack is a message received, and spades 
is oh spades is spades is physical conflict uh emotional conflict hidden agendas okay this both of both of these work they're both bad <laughs> all right so yeah this is now physical conflict oh, i'm throwing a punch because i think you're still playing a character i like knock the beans out of your hand and i'm like will you fucking drop it for two goddamn seconds i just and <laughs> i just need i just need a second hitch puts the phone down oh man whoa don't take your aggression out on old beans. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, and I'm like, well, you, I, 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 we're not even. I'm look. I'm just. I'm telling you. I need a second. Okay. I just need. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The game got heated. I didn't. The 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 booze isn't sitting great with me, and it's just. Look, it's I all get very, it. It's, it stinks in here. We're in a place where, you know. There could be ghosts, and he he's tilting the camera up as he starts saying this. <laughs> and I I I like I drop my shoulders, and I'm like, "Will you?" I and I try to like push past you, but like as cramped as it was, it feels a little more cramped suddenly as I'm like trying to push past you, and I'm like, "Put the camera away." I'm not doing this. I'm not on camera right now. I am not on camera. This is a cut. This is a cut. Jamie, uh, cut. This is an editing cut. And I'm like making the cut symbol with my hand. As they're almost wrestling, knocking into the shelves around them, you hear a crack and see one of the billiard balls roll past the door and the door slams shut. Mm. And I think as that, as that happens, I think we're still in this scene, but like as that happens, I think, uh, I think that's when we hear, uh, we hear like the briefest whisper of like highball getting mad and like hitting the ball too hard and like causing that scratch. And like, we hear that just for a moment as it slams the door shut and suddenly like it is pitch black. There's not even usable video here. Get the light, man. Get the light. Get Get out of my way. Where's the light, man? Will you stop? Stop. And I, you, you, you like kind of push me back to grab the light and I push you way harder and you slam up against the door and it feels like it should give. And it just absolutely does not. No, it just rattles and a crust of salt falls yeah. on you like nasty snow. Oh, oh, God. Oh, it's so awful. It is very. And I'm left like, uh, no, I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. And I'm like, I'm, I'm feeling for doors. I'm feeling for doors. I'm feeling for doors. And I, I feel I grab what I think is the light key. Or the light string, right? I grab the drawstring and I pull it and um, it comes down. And what happens instead is uh, like attic stairs come down and they smash the phone. Oh, God damn it. I'm sorry. <sighs> I, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't mean. I'm sorry. He picks it up and there's still some light coming out from it, but it is just cracked and... Not just like the screen is cracked, but there is no visible yeah. images. It's all that just like streaks of color. The uh, the crash of the ad- of the attic stairs coming down also rattles the room enough that a few old uh, jars crash to the floor and fill the room with a ammoniac smell. That's just oh yeah. And I think at that point I'm just like I gotta get it. I I <laughs> I, I like I panic I go. as you start. I'm like. I can't be around you erecting, dude. I can't be around. And like, I start to climb the stairs as I'm like 
trying to shake all of this off. Oh God, it's it smells like pickles and dick in here. <laughs> and uh, that smell, that smell is uh, wafting like out into the bar as Highball and Crash are talking about management. And they're just like, oh, what is that? Oh, oh did, it, did, the, did the pickled eggs go bad? It, 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 oh. Man, I'll tell you, that is an invidious tang coming from that uh, that side room over there. Yeah, all right. I I need to I need to take a walk. You want to take a walk? You want to maybe go and I like I pause for a second to almost say go check out the locker room and I'm like, "Do you want to go I can go clear air. You want to go check out a balcony? There goes a couple of good balconies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll check out a balcony. Balcony's good. And yeah, honestly, balcony. I, I could use a smoke, although as far as I'm aware, they never they were never able to pass anti-smoking legislation in this particular establishment. I still like to yeah, blow my I... smoke on the beach. Uh, you know, not too, not too shabby. And I think, I think we'll do one more. I think this will be our last hotel scene. We'll cut to one more house scene and then we will figure out where we're at. So what do we want our last, uh, do we want to, do we want to, I think we start to move towards the balcony and like a hallway is closed and we are sort of like forced down the hallway where it says like pool is this way and highball is just like fists are clenched and like every muscle is tense oh a chance for me to get to that garage hey man uh you okay over there i see you looking a little uh you look a little peaked i'm okay i'm okay and um i um i think i think we are going to together i'm trying to decide what i want this to be well, I was I was going to have a suggestion that maybe Highball knows a shortcut to the balcony that takes us through the oh, okay. attic. Yeah, I like that. No, I like that a lot. I think I I, I, I like that because I think this is the scene where it all kind of collides against each other. Yeah, that was, that's what I was thinking. That that uh, as yeah. he walks over there to get the, to retrieve the billiard ball, he takes a long this Highball takes a long hard look at the uh, at the pantry door and goes, "You want to get some air? I know a way to the uh, a balcony. I'm sorry, I'm using my accent. I know a way to a balcony through here, kind of thing." Yeah, and I'm like, I know, I know, I know just where to get like a good, good. I know the best smoking spot in the hotel. I don't know if you know this, so I think we, um, I think we come up to the attic, and like we see these two figures, right? We see them stumbling, and they are like hazy and staticky, and they're just like stumbling and wrestling, and there's like the light hell? kind of bouncing off of them, and. Hitch and Hutch, like, make it up to the attic, and they're hacking and wheezing, and the phone is, like, flickering and buzzing, and they see, uh, they see two, they see two kind of figures come up, and they're hazy and staticky, and, like, they kind of both look like they're out of an old film reel, and I think I want to, I think I want to draw a card here. I, I drew the King of Spades. Great. Good. <laughs> Uh, shuffle that deck, man. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to have that. Uh, We drew the king of spades, which is bad, which is physical conflict, suffering, doubt, fear, grief, alienation, and a personalized temptation. Fuck yeah. Um, And then I want for the three of us to all kind of play through, staying alive, a chase together. All right. And I think I want to set it up a little bit here because I feel like it's a good spot. Um, for us, because it's it's in the we're for we're like forty years back in history. Yeah. The the pick, the things that fell off the shelf and broke aren't rotted. They don't smell. It smells bad, yeah. but it's just because it's pickled eggs and crap on the floor. Um. So we're a little more on our feet. For them, when they see us, they see 
time ghosts and it's 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 exacerbating the worst things about what's happening to us right now so yeah they see highball as just a salt figure uh, mm-hmm. so uh, crusted and, and and there's still human in there but you can tell he, he's almost gone and and uh crash is just waving hair mm-hmm. yep okay so we're gonna go stay alive i think I think what we see is I think what we see is TV static, right? It goes from like 50s TVs to like the 80s color bars and it like waves back and forth and it is like every image and for a brief second behind them like holding both of their shoulders ghost shoulders we see the manager all 8 foot tall and ghoulish and like you know you're certain speaking of personalized temptations like we see a stairwell that says like pool this way. And like also a little symbol for garage is like just over their shoulders. And it's just like this culmination of like everything. They're just gross, creepy figures. And then all of a sudden it does that scrambled up porno thing and snaps into it. Like everyone's a negative image instead. Mm hmm. Yep. And so, yeah, now we are going to chase. Uh, We are going to form two teams. We are, we are collectively doing two teams of chasing. Um, would Jeff, would you like Jeff and John, would you like to be the two people, uh, the hunter uh, playing our two groups of two and be hunter and prey? Yeah, sure. I mean, obviously, I want to chase these guys. Not only do I have a lot of questions and complaints for that. Hang on. Not only do I have a lot of very personal complaints for that manager, but also I feel like these two are somehow representing the obstacle that stands between me and freedom from this horrible place. No offense. And so um, Hitch and Hutch, um, so what happens with us is literally we see this like wave and waving hair and this salt golem just burst off at a sprint towards us. Mm-hmm. Like, and this is the confirmation Fuck. that everything. <laughs> Shit. God. No, run. No, 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 no. And we see st- stairs, pool, garage, down. We're garage, garage, exit, exit, like big red exit sign. Fuck, fuck, fuck. And I'm like, we're running, and I'm like, I, I keep running back, and I'm like, Hutch, are you okay? Hutch, Hutch, are you there? Are you good? Are you good, Hutch? Hutch? No, Hitch. I'm Hutch. Hitch? Fuck. Hitch, Fuck. I'm good. <laughs> I'm Hitch, and I'm good. Hitch is good. Fuck. I'm in the third person. I'm so scared I'm in the third person. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. And yeah, so now we are running. So um, so Hitch and Hutch are the prey, and, and Chase and Chase and Highball are the hunter. So we know how the we know how the chase began. We know the history. We know how the chase uh, the chase starts. So now we j- we get right into it. Um, so the quarry conducts the chase. The the prey conducts starts things. You state where you're going. We're running towards the garage. Um, you're going to lead the hunter through a series of four challenges and admissions. You can choose freely from the list on from the list of challenges and admissions. I'm reading through the rules right now to make sure I understand it. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. The third one, the third one must be an admission. During the chase, you and your hunter will gain coins representing the distance you've gained from each other. After four turns, unless you choose an option that ends the chase early, you'll compare your coins. If you have more coin coins than the hunter, prey breaks away and escapes. Uh, if the hunter has as many or more coins, they can choose one of those options. They the, then you then the prey will choose the ending option. So you can choose freely from the so. Uh, Hutch and Hitch can choose freely from the list of challenges and admissions. Number three must be an admission. All right. So is there is there a challenge or admission you want to throw out first? I think the first one is going to be they're running through this attic towards the door, and 
as they're going, a few boards give way. Mm-hmm. So they're on a thin or unstable ledge as they're running. Okay. So to continue after them, uh, you got to throw on tails. You move with caution and I gain a coin. Okay. Heads. Man, you can't outrun Crash. I am a professional stunt man. He says as he quickly leaps over the entire created gap, lands comfortably mm-hmm. on the other side and keeps going. And I think at, as uh, adding to that is Highball like takes a side, like steps out, takes a sideway through a closet, bursts through Scooby-Doo style out of a different closet. Uh, excellent. So you don't gain a coin. Uh, all right. So I want to throw it at admission then. And I want to say, um, I want to throw out. Oh, yeah. I want to throw out that the hotel is shifting and like, you know, like like Highball has let through a closet that wasn't there. And like, um, and so like we stumble and like the boards start to give way and we fall through the floor and we wind up and we fall like dead into the water of this pool and like, and we were not over top of the pool. We have no, like we were, we, we know exactly what we were over top of cause we climbed these stairs, but like we fall directly into a pool and we have to rapidly change our course and readjust, uh, flip a coin on heads. You gain on us and, uh, on t- you gain on us and gain two coins. Okay. Heads. To gain two coins. Okay. Uh, I don't think I gained a coin the first time. I, oh, no, that's that right. So you, we gained coins. Yeah, so it's two yeah. to one at the moment. Okay. Yep. So uh, pick an admission. Uh, yes. And uh, let's see. That means I've gained two coins, and that was the hotel is shifting one. Mm-hmm. Uh, there it is. So as you rapidly change course, the, uh, the first thing you've started to notice is as Crash jumped and cleared that that unstable ledge, when he landed on the ground, there was a, a an impact, a crack noise that, that rattled through the air. And as you were looking back in terror, you could see that the the uh, outline and the uh, and the waving hair solidified for just a second. And you could see the jumpsuit and the man, the big brackety mustache, but it's all pale and sallow. It looks like he drowned a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this case, as you turn and move your way through the shifting hotel room, the shifting is affecting Crash as well, and he rams headlong into a wall to change course. And again, there's a crack, and you can see the whole man, which vanishes as he starts to ch- to uh, push towards you again. Okay. Uh, so let's see. I think it's still you, John, or is it? Or do I make one? No. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh. The prey, which is it's always prey. Uh, which yeah. So John, you're gonna make an. So here you're gonna make an admission because this is number three. All right. Uh, I don't know this part of the hotel at all because we haven't been here yet. Yeah. Uh, and there's a point where I will hesitate and I don't know which part is like a locker room that would be, you know, a trap because I couldn't go anywhere or something that leads out of this pool area. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, I hesitate on a heads. You can sprint to overtake me. Okay. All right. Uh, one more roll. Heads again. Apparently, this is my day. Uh, so as you hesitate, Crash is still charging at you. But there's something that that I know that you guys don't. Crash isn't chasing you. He's been following you this whole time because you're heading towards the garage. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as you hesitate, you kind of stumble a little bit. You're trying to figure out where to go. Uh, Fear overtakes you, and you're just caught like a deer in the headlights as this this shadowy figure races towards you. Uh, 
And for a split second, you can see him coming. Uh, you can see all of him. You can see the man. Uh, he's screaming. He's crazy. His teeth have all fallen out. He, is, he drowned a long time ago. Um, but then he goes right through you. Uh, he pa- you feel him pass through you. You can feel the cold. You can feel the water. Uh, you can feel the salt crystals. You can even feel like a thousand spider webs going through you when you're trying to go for a walk at night, the hair whipping across your face. Uh, and, eh. hmm? Oh, I was going to say, I, I, I think the segue, so I think yep. that's the end of the chase proper, but I think there is a horrifying thing that they say that sees immediately after that, that brings us to our, our house conclusion before our hotel, con- our California conclusion. Okay. All right. Which is, um. Yeah, the ghost runs right through us. We are, we are, and we're, we're for a moment just like, oh, is that, is that it? And we turn around and we see Highball and we see the man. We see him perfectly, perfectly fleshed out, you know, and we smell that salt in the air and we just see him standing over the water, standing right at the edge of the pool. And you see the pool itself start to bubble and gurgle Ooh. and like, uh, you know, little bubble little like underwater blood bubbles start to like pop and and gurgle and there's just like something inky and gurgling under the water and highball is like unmoving and hitch and hutch are just staring and highball it, it doesn't know how quite to quite to move here and 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 finally just like walks over walks over to the edge of the pool and like sits down and like looks dead at Hitch and Hutch and is like it's it's not my depart it's not my it's not my my it's not my job. This isn't this isn't my responsibility. And slowly, like step by step, walking down the steps of the pool, just walks under the water and the wall the whole water turns like inky black and then is completely black back to being a pool. Well, now that was truly fucked up, says a ghost from behind the two of you. <laughs> <laughs> uh. And so, and and so we come to uh, the end. <laughs> I'm sorry, I probably should check and see if your if your show is all ages appropriate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you fuck swear. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'll just make it sure. Um. So yeah, we what what does what do Hitch and Hutch do when they see this? Uh. So Hitch looks at the pool looks over at hutch and you know hitch has gone completely pale mm-hmm. and eyes wide and he just grabs hutch and goes you can have him and throws him towards the pool and starts running and so uh hutch hits the water and for a moment uh, Hutch, you see Hutch does not look the way that you thought Hutch looked before. He's a little bit older. He's not as he's not as stylish and as cool. He's got glasses and like a goatee and you know I am kicking and screaming and for a moment I am Hutch again and I am continuing to kick and scream and the water, that like inky water is starting to surround me and then, like, you know, and for a moment, like, you, you look once, you blink once, and it's Jeff Stormer flailing in, in, like, in, in a pool, and then it's Hutch flailing in a pool, and then it's Hutch and Crash, like, floating and floating dead in the water, and then it's Jeff and Hutch and Crash all kicking and, and screaming in the water, and then it's two Jeffs, 
And then it's and like you're seeing all of this happen as you at all as you kind of back away and you make a run and you see out of the corner of your eye, the hotel manager is just like watching you go and you run towards the doorway and you see sip sitting at you see sitting at a bar drinking like a, a, a strawberry daiquiri is Beverly and she's young and happy and like looks over to you and smiles and now we count the cards that we have drawn by. We count the cards we have drawn by suit and to determine spades what the end is. Jesus, you drew a lot of spades. I drew. I drew two spades. I drew one club, one diamond, one heart. What did you draw? Uh, I only drew once, and that was a diamond. So we've got diamonds and spades at two. Diamonds and spades. Let's see what happens on a tie. I think there's a specific thing. So, uh, so what happens is, so, is we'll go with diamonds and spades. Uh, Diamonds is an escape plan on the fly and are forced to improvise. What is the plan? So we figured out who cracked under pressure, and it's the fact that you murdered your best friend. Sure. Yep. <laughs> that answers that question. And um, who stays, who must, uh, the questions for spades is you fight your way out of the house with tooth and nail. Who? How does the house fight back? Who gets hurt? Who must stay behind? And who goes back later to rescue them? Um, who stays behind is... Jeff is Jeff slash Hutch, Hutch, who is flailing in the pool. Yeah. No, I, I had assumed that uh, we were getting spades, so I basically already set that up. Yep. Perfect. And I love it. And yeah, you just see all of these things. And uh, the last thing you hear is, we'll see you again soon. You always do. As you get back in your car and you like blare away. Actually, hold on. I think we have an alternate ending brewing over here. All right. So uh, when he goes into the bar and sees his grandmother as a young woman that he's only seen Mm -hmm. in pictures, he skids, goes back into the pool room. Uh, Hutch is gone at this point. Yep. But the manager is still on the other side and he breaks for the other door and ends up getting into the garage. Yep. In the garage, there is a number of old utility vehicles and a perfect red, white, and blue 1974 Dodge Charger. Yep. And so uh, I'm going to say that your character dives into it. And the key is already mm -hmm. in the ignition. As he turns the key, ghost forces lift him up and shove him into the passenger seat. And he looks over, and sure enough, there's Crash, who's... He can hear the engines already running at this point. He thought when he was turning the key, he was turning on the engine, but now it's just going. It's at 8,000 RPM, screaming. The clutch hasn't popped yet. Crash looks over and says, I got a plan. And then he pops the clutch into first gear and the, and the explosive and diamond laden vehicle goes ramming into the wall of the hotel. And, um, and as that, yeah. And as that happens, we cut back to that outside shot of that motel, you know, the, the, the unshine in, uh, we cut and we just, we see it, you know, 12 rooms or 15 or however many is supposed to be there. It's perfectly still. And then uh, a rusted, broken down, like 40 year has not been touched, cleaned, repaired, etc. In 50, in 45 years, uh, sports car blasts through the wall of this motel as uh, as hitch in the passenger seat and a waterlogged uh you know, bloated, corpse. toothless corpse <laughs> tears through, cut like crashes, tumbles, 
Hitch, you are like face down. Uh, you are alive, but you are just staring at a waterlogged corpse and a ruined car out of the edge of this of the Unshine Inn. And you look up and the wall is fine. There is not an inch of damage on the wall. And people the, uh, are gathering around. There is, you know, uh, you hear the the, uh, the fire, the fire alarm sirens in the distance coming towards your location. The uh, the corpse's head lolls towards you slightly, just gravity doing it. And as it does so, the big mirror shades that have been sitting over his eyes drop low, almost as if he's going to be giving you a wink or looking at you. But there's just water and and, uh, and salt coming out of those empty sockets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and that is game and game. There you go. <laughs> that ruled. <laughs> That rule. That was fantastic. Thank you both so much for coming on and playing these games with me. This was extremely cool. <laughs> <laughs> Let it never be said that you can't play two role-playing games at once. That's true. We did it. We made it work. Uh, excuse me while I make some notes in my notebook. Of course. Dis- disaster. <laughs> never uh, again. <laughs> never again. Underline. Should, I'm going to circle that. Should have just been two editions of D&D. <laughs> D and D D and D five E actual play question mark bullet point possible question mark We'll figure that one Is out there later. A market for this? <laughs> Jeff oh, and John, about to... thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for playing with me. This was so much fun. <laughs> Our pleasure. Uh, so real quick before we wrap up, where can people find uh, you, your work, System Mastery online? Uh, System Mastery can be found at our website, SystemMasteryPodcast.com. Or uh, you can actually, it's, I know it sounds mercenary to say so, but it actually does way better organization structures. Uh, the RSS feed at Patreon will get you all of the shows that we do in one easy feed, including anything that you, you support. So patreon.com slash system mastery is often just the best way to go. Perfect. And uh, we're also system mastery on Twitter and Gmail and Facebook and Reddit and whatever, whatever else you want to find us at. The only thing we're not is systemmastery.com. That's someone's squatted. Uh, yeah. website don't go there if we want to pay 800 or 2000 or whatever it is this time dollars mm-hmm. for it then yep <laughs> systemmasterypodcast.com and of course if you want to find me separate from system mastery uh you can find me at gurgle spasm on twitter why and, would anyone look for that <laughs> uh you can also find me doing more drama live play actual play stuff on the arms of the tide podcast where we oh, are, I love Arms of the Tide. Yeah, we're doing a weird, uh, sort of a revolution in a magitech setting that is completely made up by us, and uh, it's a good time. Very, very good. Well, thank you so much for doing the show, and for, and for now, I'm going to throw it over to me in the future so that he can wrap up with the show. Take a future me. Thanks, Pass Me, and thanks again to Jeff and John for coming on the show. This game, these games were incredible. We told, we told a really wonderful three-part story together that, like, I think is some of the coolest stuff that we've ever done. Uh, and I'm really, really proud of it. Be sure to check out the System Mastery podcast. I think it is very, very funny. I think it is a great look at the weird old world of role-playing games. It's, uh, it's an odd hobby, and I really love the work that they do, kind of peeling it open and going, look at what this is and how weird and often bad it is. I think it's a lot of fun. Uh, Check that out. Obviously, I'm a big fan. Go follow the System Mastery guys on Twitter, at System Mastery. 
And then while you're on Twitter, follow us at Party of One Pod. Then like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash Party of One Podcast. Uh, join our Discord community at bit.ly slash Party of One Discord. Head to our merch store at bit.ly slash Party of One Merch. And while you're looking for stuff to do on the internet, check out the other podcast I produce, All My Fantasy Children. All My Fantasy Children is a character creation, storytelling, and world-building show on the OneShot Podcast Network, powered by you. Every week, my best friend Aaron Catano says, and I take a listener-submitted prompt. We spin it into an original fantasy character, and we populate a shared universe one story at a time. New episodes drop every Friday-ish at OneShotPodcast.com. Party of One is, of course, produced and edited, as always, by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank. All music for the show comes from the song Infinite Lives by Megaran, featuring the D&D Sluggers, and the Party of One logo is by Evan Rowland. If you'd like to inquire about advertising rates, coming onto the show as a guest, or about press coverage for the show, you can email me at partyofonepodcast at gmail.com. And I think that's it. So until next time, thank you so much for listening. Remember to fight the force of fascism every single day. Remember that self-love and self-care are radical and defiant acts of resistance. And as always, party on, everybody. Never gonna die.